Worst to best, uh, and it was a fan. Oh my god! And we went so long. It, it was a debate. It was. I mean, how, I feel like our podcasts are just getting longer because I'm not sure if it's because we're getting so comfortable with it. Right. We have so much more to say every it, time. And also, the fans are relying on us to give them their mm. opinions. You know, and I feel like that's, <laughs> that's just a thing that we do. And listen, it's a it's a tough responsibility. We will take it. Uh, anywho, uh, right now it is me, Evan Saudi. It is co-founder Taryn O'Reilly. It is our special guest, Chris Fort, Chicago Bon Vivant and man of the uh, the town. Uh, and cock see. of the walk, baby. Cock of the walk. All right, let's, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's see if that cock can talk because we're talking right now about Steve. Austin. It's a happy hour mini so but of course, now we have to do the one thing that we do at the start of the, every happy hour mini so Guys! What is the worst oh, yeah. Sufjan Stevens song? And the I, qualifier, not off of Enjoy Your Rabbit. I was gonna, I was about to say the uh, same exactly. thing. I was like, no that's, interludes. That's a cop yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. One, no last for, one last woohoo for the pulpit. I mean, if you say something bullshit, we'll call you on it and we'll move on. Uh, Satan saxophones comes to mind. I mean, I, I feel like that's a cop out. You too. know what? That's I think that counts as an interlude. Yeah. What about uh, the owl and the tanager? Uh, I want to go there so bad. <laughs> you know what? No, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and... God. Can we all agree? Wait, I mean, really? No, no. no Taryn's no, refuting yeah. us. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, yes. Is that too easy? That's. I mean, it's a little too easy. Just, what? A- just because I also think that, like, now that I'm older, could definitely be there. Mm. Like, because it's not just a bad ballad with no structure. It, he's also, like almost yodeling because he wrote it like right in his break and he's not whispering anymore yeah so he's like he's really switching between two timbers and it's like it's just i'm gonna go with the owl i'm gonna i'm gonna throw something else out there oh, great yeah. not please the, do not the album but the song age of ads do you even know like can you even like think off the top of your head how that song even goes this Dude. is the age of of us, eternal <laughs> I'm in the wrong key. It's such a forgettable song, and you're right. When you're... I die. Yeah. It... When I die. <laughs> that's how it goes. Apologies to John Harvey. Uh, yeah, I think that's a pretty good thing. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. So. We didn't, that, that song is just like. like oh, it's limp. But again, that's another one on this album where the reason it's such a slog is because mm. it's like a relatively low tempo, and then he also only puts anything on the first beat of each measure. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah. bump. Bump. Yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah. Bump. And you're like, yeah. it's, it's always like a little longer than you expect it to be mm-hmm. before the next one. And you're like, oh my God, please song, just go. Yeah. If you had any kind of actual tempo, <laughs> you wouldn't <laughs> you be eight minutes. Yeah. Maybe you'd only be like seven or, or even five minutes if mm-hmm. it wasn't so just like it. It has no motion at all. Yeah. It's, 
It's sedentary, almost. Let's see how much gravity works. Boink. Oh, look at that. I can't believe we just dropped some names. But listen, <laughs> Sufjan, uh, I was about to say Sufjan, but Chris Fort and I, uh, we've both seen Sufjan live. Yes. Yes. Twice, in my case. All right, so I like to brag. Thing, tell us about your uh, your Sufjan story. Sure. So in 2015, I saw him on the Carry and Lowell tour. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm, I'm mad I missed that. Yeah. I saw him at Chicago Theater, which is my favorite oh, place yes. to see I an artist perform. Yeah, the yeah. acoustics in that place are incomparable. And he performed uh, Carrie and Lowell, like, straight through the track listing. Like, wow. run through whatever. Um, yeah, just straight through. And then he played some random... He played the Owl and the Tanager. Um, he played... Uh, and then he, he, you know, of course, he ended with uh, Chicago. And I've seen him twice now. And both times, and this really upsets me, he phones in Chicago. He plays, like, a three-and-a-half to four-minute version of it. And it's really just kind of like he skips a verse... Um, I, I think it's just kind of like a. I'm in Chicago. Please, the audience. I'm gonna throw out Chicago yeah. real quick. Well, really it's probably me. like a. It's my most famous and popular song. Mm-hmm. I should probably play it. It's like yeah. if you're foreigner and you have to play Hot Blooded. Well, Billy Corgan doesn't feel the need to play 1979 every time he and plays. And look at him now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. So maybe he just shouldn't play Chicago. I, you know what? At this, at this point, at though, this, he can think, get away with it. I think he has enough like real fans who have made a point to listen to everything right. he's put out like we are not alone in this sure. like this is the kind of fan that Sufjan mm-hmm. creates right and so there are plenty of people who could thoroughly enjoy a Sufjan show yeah. and have him not play Chicago now that being said what was the other time that you saw him? saw him at Pitchfork this past summer actually it was oh, a perfect day it was 72 degrees out yeah. Brian Wilson played right before he played uh, he performed Pet Sounds Sufian gets on the mic and he says hey guys I just got done performing a year's worth of Carrie and Lowell super depressing super dark I don't want to do that again. I want to play some happy, upbeat songs. You're like, all right, yeah. And then he starts playing a lot of the Age of Odds, which, you know, of course, as we discussed already, pretty controversial album. And so I was kind of like, uh. But I tell you, that was the turning point for me with the Age of Odds because he really kind of, you kind of see, like, maybe Sufjan had a little bit of envy of some other uh, live-performing artists where um, he wanted to have some, like, kind of fun songs to perform live. Because I tell you, he played, like, Vesuvius and Too Much. And man, I never realized what like jovial like little hopping tunes those are. Yeah. And I was kind of like, all right, yeah, we Wait, can do that's this. You the same thing. You, you know? it's like Evan sent me. Yeah. Evan sent me uh, the Fallon, the Jimmy Fallon performance mm-hmm. of Too Much. Yeah, and Sufjan has like. Uh, like tape, like a tape, tape v, yeah, like on his forehead. And that was his and it's network like, television premiere. What are you doing? And, and he's doing the robot kind and of. He's like, and you're like, like oh, that's and locking in like, a white boy way, right? Yeah. And that gives you a whole different yeah. view of that song because you're like, oh, that's what you think this is. Yeah, yeah. you think this is your like funky big, little crazy dance, funky number. little like yeah. goofy funky like this shack. is this is 2010 too you have to remember that this is the height of like the color obsessed pop divas yeah. gaga minaj perry yeah. so like gaga minaj perry so that's like i can see people who were like oh he's going pop cuz literally that's what he was doing with mm-hmm. his performances he was like i'm sick of being depressing i think that's a totally mm-hmm. You're so right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, not to brag or anything, but the time that I saw Sufjan 
Uh, it was during yes. the Illinois tour. Uh, get out of here. Uh, and yeah, things, so just he, go fuck yourself. I know, so I, did you see, does that mean, it was Shara there? I think so. And the thing is that, like, they also opened with the 50 state song they did, uh, which is yeah. when they go through every every state and they talk about, like, as, like, the buffalo out there in Wyoming, you know, or something like that. And then, that. And, and then there was, at one point, of course, because we were in Salt Lake City, Utah at the time, it's like, and all the Mormons that moved to Utah, and of course everyone in the crowd's like, yeah! It was at this like little basement space. It was crammed as fuck. It was hot as fuck too, because it's the middle of the summer. There was no ventilation whatsoever, so I had to open doors. So it was just Lord. really, re- I got really sweaty really quickly. Anyway, so but he did the show. He did perform almost all of Illinois because that's you know he didn't have a lot of material outside <sighs> of that there, and it was fun. But then uh, like afterwards, <laughs> like he went out the back door into the alley, whatever there, and it's still kind of like it was kind of that night where it was like blue streets and everything. Go Sorry, ahead. did you? Just say he didn't have a lot of other material besides Illinois. Yeah, he didn't perform a lot of the earlier stuff. Yeah, he didn't perform a lot of the other stuff. He performed mainly Illinois stuff. I know of Wins I Speak. I'm not sure if you know this. He does. Did you know I interviewed Nine Inch Nails once? It happened. Oh, I thought but... <laughs> the way you phrased it made it sound like he didn't have Wait, a back Illinois catalog. Wait, Illinois is not his first from. album? <laughs> anyway, so, uh, but, the thing, so anyway, but the show was over. It was a pretty good show, honestly. Uh, he didn't have the Angel Wings yet. It was more the Boy Scout uniform era. And uh, But then afterwards, like he like the show was over. He went up to the back alley. And, of course, I went there because it was a small space. I went to the back alley, too. And he was sitting on the curb. So you weren't stalking him? Not at all. Stalker. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, the thing is, so he's out there. He's sitting on the curb. And I just went up to him. like, And it was this girl, Courtney, at the time. And just like, Sufjan, you were like amazing. And he was just like, listen, I just got a stage. Can you give me a minute? And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. And so I go over there and I speak to some of the other members. I speak to Liz James, who, by the way, has put out amazing material herself. And she's like, because all the other members of the, his band have, like, albums on Asthmatic Kitty or other related labels. Yeah. And she was just like, you should check out this other guy. He does this thing, Soul Junk. It's kind of like this acoustic folk pop thing. I'm like, oh, cool. And I got some Soul Junk stuff and it's shitty. Uh, and, uh, but there's like that and the guy from Half-Handed Clouds. And you can hear the guy from Half-Handed Clouds on Michigan. Like, it's really good. But then afterwards, like, and so me and Courtney were talking to the other members and they're all really nice and affable. And then Sufjan comes up to me and Courtney, and he's like, hey guys, listen, I'm really sorry about earlier. I just got off stage. I was a little bit tired. How are you doing? And then so and they just wound up talking to us a little bit. And I, you know, I'm so glad when you told me that story that it ended the way it did, because yeah. I could not have handled Sufjan being a jerk. Yeah. I mean, you know, granted, I'm the same way. I'm kind of introverted. So like when I get off, like after being like in front of a lot of people, I'm like, I need a minute. But yeah. like could not have handled it with him being rude to you like that. So. Yeah, and so the fact that he came back afterwards and was, like, so apologetic. Like, he remembered us, at the very least, to do that. And I'm just like, that's so nice of you, Sufjan. It really made me really, really happy. Uh, Chris wants to talk about being a stalker. Oh, my goodness, yes. So, uh, I didn't know about this prior to Research Week. And then I sent it to Taryn. I sent yeah. him this YouTube video of, like, 13 songs that told 17 minutes uh, of, like, kind of crazy rock where the C's mm. are spelled with K's. It kind of reminded me of Tori Amos' first album, Why Can't Tori sure. Read? You know, whatever. But, yeah. First CD that Sufjan ever produced was not A Sun Came. It was actually an album called, was it The Stalker? Or it's just, just called Stalker. 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 From, like, 97, Right, 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 right. I think 98. Yeah. Right. And really creepily really creepy song titles like I know where your kids go to school <laughs> I got a good view from where I'm standing save yourself before you die I'm just reading this off my phone baby give me a feel uh, probably a reason this ended up in a dumpster yeah. somewhere um, outside of the, the asthmatic kitty like studios and somebody was fishing around in the dumpster and lo and behold they found a hidden treasure so lol he, and behold he, oh. he did uh, see what he did terrible. Terrible. <laughs> no uh, the guy who posted it like 
did uh actually I think he did I think it was it a noise trade interview or a noise stereo gum. Yeah. Was it stereo gum? Yeah. He did an interview and he was like I don't care if people think it's a uh, it's a hoax. I don't have time for that. It was like I work in an office building next to where Sufjan has like a studio mm-hmm. and office and they were just like in the dumpster. Like we didn't go diving, it was like on top. Sure. Like and it That's was full of like yeah. it was full of like Illinois and Seven Swans. And, and like the photos that he posted of it, like it's like, you know, hand drawn art on a CDR. Yeah. Like, but it, it is kind of, it does look like a picture of Sufjan. Yeah. But yeah. it's also and like stalk it's her, it's actually stalk her. You know, like, that's kind of the way it's But phrased. only on the CD. Yeah, on the pen, Sharpie written CD, yeah. It's not good music. It's, it's, I've heard it. It's, it's, yeah, no. I've not heard it. Yeah. I listened to, like, mm, three minutes of it, which is three songs, and I yeah. was like, that's okay. It's like, if, yeah. if you had just walked away from Sufjan after he told you to go away and, like, never come back to hear the apology, that's what this album is, it sounds like. Yeah. Speaking of Amsterdam. Oh, my goodness. So, my favorite... Whenever somebody asks me about, like, Sufjan... So, like, I discovered Sufjan when I was studying abroad in France. You know, I had a what friend... What was her name? <laughs> Hell! College humor. <laughs> I'm Ben Wilder. Uh, no, but this was back in the day and age when I had a video iPod, and I would just plug it into oh, yeah. people's iTunes and, like, rip songs off it. And that's how I learned Sufjan. It was, like, piecemealed them from, like, whatever my buddy Justin would, like, download on off of LimeWire or, like, a Shout torrent. out to Justin. Shout yeah. out to Justin. I hope you're listening. <laughs> um, and, uh... Anyway, I, you know, I downloaded, like, what I thought was all of Come On, Feel Noise. But, uh, yeah, so I'm discovering this while I'm in France, and, of course, we take a class trip to Amsterdam. The the schools in Europe, let me tell you, a lot more laid back. Yeah. First thing they gave us was a map of all the cannabis shops in Amsterdam. So, a little different. This is a great school. Uh, anyway, um, I'm we're wandering around in this group in Amsterdam, and I just have my headphones on because, you know, and I'm, I'm just being my very, like, introverted, anti, anti-social self, and I'm just listening to Come On Feel the Illinois over and over, you know, because I just, like, you know, you guys mentioned uh, during the first podcast, you know, like, uh, the latter half of all delighted people mm-hmm. and Colin Field Illinois has this really great refrain at the end like even in his heart the devil has to know the water level are you riding from the heart are you riding from the heart yeah so anyway I'm just listening We're just to do the entire vocal yeah the that was pretty song. good we got yeah. some we got some good harmonies in there but I'm just listening to this song over and over and of course the Amsterdam you know known for being a pretty quiet city you know big on bicycles and things like that not a lot of automobiles I'm listening to this refrain, and I'm just in my own little world, and all of a sudden I just feel this painful jerk on my neck. Uh, it's my buddy just, like, ripping me to the side because I was so lost in the sound, uh, like the song, I did not realize that I was about to be hit by a trolley. I was standing on the tracks, did not realize I was about to hit, be hit by one of those, like, commuter trolleys. So, Sufjan Stevens almost killed Chris Ford. It, it controversy uncovered. Ten years ago. Would not be here right now. Uh, so I want to shout out to my friend Paul, too, who saved my life that day. From uh, Sufjan. From the murderous Sufjan Stevens. <laughs> with his nymph-like flute melodies luring the rats out of Ireland and the Chris Ford out of Amsterdam. Might have been something to do with the fact that, you know, I was in Amsterdam. I was a little spacey. I won't say why. You figure that out yourself. But, he had a uh, space brownie. Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> but, um, my goodness, like, I was so, like, enraptured in that song, just kind of playing it over yeah. and over again, just sort of lost in it, that I had no, like, sense of where I was, or, like, what I was yeah. doing at the time, so. She, she I've been to... there. Yeah. With that exact song, I've been, yeah. Are you writing from 
from the heart are you writing from you know so, yeah. but Sufjan is still like he's such a weirdly enigmatic figure too because he does an amazing job of not letting you know who the fuck he is yes because he also as Chris pointed pointed out before we went on mic uh, he is 41 years old when we recorded this in 2017 mm-hmm. uh, which is like he does not give off the vibe or sense of a 41 year old no. man at the past for somebody who's 31 yeah like That's absolutely sexy as fuck Probably yeah also he is, yeah, he is uh, he is boner ready but the thing is <laughs> <laughs> the thing about him, though, is as a straight male, I would probably have sex with him, right? So. Legitimately, but yeah. at the same time, though, because he's never put up music videos, he's not really, yeah. he's not really huge on that kind of promotion. Like he's, I would definitely, he'd definitely be closer to an INFP than anything else. Like he's definitely an introvert. Uh, and the thing is, I feel like music is like the almost the only expression that he has. He's not working in films aside from getting his music featured in fucking Little Miss Sunshine or whatever. Like mm-hmm. he's just quiet and like he could do shows and things like that but that's really all he does like even when he did his fucking bqe when he had like he had a film that he shot of the bqe of like just him going around with a handheld camera filming like here's a house here's a street here's mm-hmm. other things like that like he's like i'm trying things i'm like okay that's cute so gone. it's pretty cool. critically acclaimed no matter what he does he did a ballet too that was pretty yeah, widely I really acclaimed is. yeah i i want that music yeah. yeah. yeah he's just, uh, he's conquered music down onto other things. Well, and the thing is that the other thing, too, is that I feel like even the, the albums that we talked about going, especially from uh, A Sun Came all the way to Carrie and Lola, he's covered such a wide, vast mm-hmm. sense of things. Yeah. What is he going to do next? And the thing uh, is that. Right. Probably... The thing is, he could literally put out anything and it mm-hmm. wouldn't be surprising. And, you know, everybody thought when he threw out, like, Age of Odds, like, okay, this is the new direction that Sufjan's going. This is kind of what I'm talking about, where you can't, like, close a chapter on any, like, Sufjan... You know, we talked about how All Delighted People might was kind of just like, this is the end of an era. Yeah. Like, who knows? He might come out with an album just like Illinois, like, next yeah. uh, next time. Because he, he really is not following any traditional pattern. He's just getting... He's just making what he's inspired to yeah, make. Exactly. Right. And, 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 and that's exactly and it. he admitted flat out, again, as we mentioned in the last podcast, that the uh, whole 50 States game, yeah. that was a promotional bit. But he also yeah. talked about, like, for a while he was serious about it. Like, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'll, like, commission a band out of fucking, you know, can West, you know, West Virginia to do a, album, a three-song EP about West Virginia. Like, he was pseudo-serious about continuing it, but also not really though and the thing is that I get why he needed it as a promotional gimmick yeah. because it was certainly distinctive mm-hmm. no one else was doing a fucking state history album unless I was making it like kind of relatable and compelling mm-hmm. but you know like yeah. it's he's he's moved on to better things you know and I, he was yeah. on the Tonight Show once you know mm-hmm. he's, he'll do an interview every once in a decade mm-hmm. so uh, you know, he's... It's, it's, it's funny to say that somebody who writes so many autobiographical songs that are so very personal we talked about him masturbating in the first mm-hmm. podcast that we have to still call him private because he really only reveals himself yeah. in his music. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why I feel like Su- true. so Sufjan, if you're listening right now, the chartographers at gmail.com, tell us what you masturbate <laughs> to. You know, just send us an email, just you know, say, hey it's Sufi, you know, like we'll we'll get it. It's fine. Uh fine. by the way, favorite collaborators too, because he works with so many different people. You were mentioning some of his collaborators. I mean, earlier. I can't I can't say enough about Cheryl Warden. Yeah. Uh, also known as My Brightest Diamond. She's one of my favorite artists. Yeah. Wow. Because, um, and is that still... Because you saw success over Sufjan prior to Dark Was the Night, right? Yeah. 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 No, I, I actually... It, like, I discovered her and then was like, oh, fuck, that's her? Uh, and then went back to Illinois and was like, 
and listened to those tracks that she was featured on was like, yeah, that's fucking her. And so listen, also... I'm obsessed with her voice. It's our dear stunning. friend, our dear friend... As you can hear on Concerning the UFO Sighting. Yeah, Chris Fort. He is an amazing, wonderful friend. He's a dear person, but somehow he has not heard of the compilation Dark Was the Night. Dark Was the Night. The, Dres- the Dresner Brothers of the National, they put together this compilation, this two-disc compilation of new songs from a bunch of people like My Brightest Diamond and Sharon Jones of the Dap Kings and the Arcade Fire. That was actually also a really... Big. I'm surprised it's not in like your top ten albums too because it's like, cause just it's just so inconsistent. It's, exactly, but there is and also that the, the best I mean, song Yeezy ever did is on that one. But I could easily make one and be fine. With but it. also, Sufjan has a song in there called "You Are the Blood," which this is this ten electronic, minute. crazy, like thumping, weird epic. This was in my phase where you I like thought of music videos for all my favorite songs. Oh, what was your music video for you? So my blood? music video for "You Are the Blood" <laughs> was like this robot gorilla army, a la the gorillas, but like glitchier, uh-huh. kind of like Samurai Jack. <laughs> Um, like, almost like <laughs> Sufjan a la Xerxes, like, ruling over them and, like, conquering the planet. Sufjan would not approve of that video. You yeah, know, I know yeah. that he wouldn't, which is like, why. Do we need to talk about Sisyphus at all, or do we give a shit? Oh, I'll talk about Sisyphus. You're familiar so with Sisyphus? Sisyphus? No, I'm not, no. Sisyphus is uh, this, uh, it sounds uh, so on good. Paper, it on paper, it sounds it? It's Serengeti, right? As the rapper? Yes. Yeah. So it's, uh... It's Sufjan, Serengeti, and Sunlux. Okay. Now, describe Sunlux for those who don't know. Sunlux is like this... Oh my gosh, it's so hard. This kind of like jagged, abject pop kind of... Yeah, like... Yeah, very, very electronic. (laughs) Sort of, sort of... A more melodic... esque Yeah, but but always more melodic. Uh Uh-huh. A very sample driven but like warped samples and and taking instruments to their extreme but still like in a classic rock structure sure it's yeah. i mean it's anyway but they got together they decided they wanted to do a fucking and like sunlux and sufjan working together yeah. i was oh, really that excited cool. that sounds about. great that yeah. sounds great they they're like they're in each other's wheelhouse a little bit uh and that was it was rough it's it's a very rough record I just I don't know that Serengeti was the perfect fit. You know, it's a lot like, better than when Bon Iver did Jason Feathers. They his respected rap each other's <laughs> artistic oh el- uh, endeavors a lot. So but uh, it wasn't a, a great pairing in the end. So there's like one song that I really fucking like called "Rhythm of Devotion" okay. from their record. Um, not as good as "Chain of the Rhythm" by Katy Perry, but it's not. Oh, yeah. Shut the so real quick, uh, Chris Ford is our resident straight person here right now. And right. We need to know because we do know we have a straight audience as well. You know that uh, loves us and adores. The question is, what is the best song to play? The Sufjan song for the ladies. What is the? Uh, oh my goodness! Well, you're gonna put me on the spot like that. Well, I, you can't go wrong with "To Be Alone with You" because even though it's about Jesus Christ, like every woman thinks it's about her. So and that little like hush, like I'd swim across Blake Michigan. You know, there's that yeah. macho heroism 
just to be alone with you, you know, like, uh, absolutely. I was putting you on the spot, but that's like a real answer, though, which is I, You know what's part. funny? I can't believe I thought of it. I must have had the right yeah. amount of champagne. Yeah. Um, There's a reason it's the most popular. 45 million plays on Spotify yeah. and recorded this, which is amazing. But you were saying, the, the other thing is, though, like, the thing is on Spotify, because Carrie and Lowell came out in the streaming age, so the most popular song is To Be Alone With You, followed by a lot of Carrie and Lowell songs, too. Mm-hmm. Like, multiple yeah, I think there's like, like five. There's exactly. five in the top. But you were saying the top. iTunes ranking was totally different. It, yeah, what is it? It's it's fairly different. I know Chicago's number one. Good. Well, it should be. Yeah, yeah. well, it should. That was the thing. It was like in the top ten of the Spotify, but like lower top ten. Right. Um. But yeah, it's number one on iTunes. Then is To Be Alone. Oh no, then is The Dress Looks Nice on You. Really? Seven then, Swans? Really? Yeah, that was a surprise Then yeah. To Be Alone With You. Yeah. So okay. I know then Casimir Pulaski. I know he put oh, yeah. number three, but obviously Seven Swans is number one. So I'm just putting that no. out there for you. Yeah. I think it belongs at three. Yeah. Uh, Chris, for any other last thoughts, stories, ideas? Oh my goodness. Can we just talk about Chicago for a minute? Yeah. 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 Really, yeah. That was the thing is we really, because we had been going for so long. It was it's good that we wrapped it up, but there's still so much to say about Illinois. Yeah, I feel oh, like we gosh. could we could go let's in. Go, we go, could go, go in let's on, let's on Illinois. Let's do, it. Let's, do it. let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So, just, predatory wasp. Uh, yes. Yes. Oh. Oh. Let's. I mean, before we go deep into Illinois, you were gonna bring up his sexuality. Only like literally today, uh, when I was I, I spent all day listening to Sufjan while I was doing work, and I, the thing is, I was just like, wait, is he straight? When you listen to Sufjan yeah. all day, you feel so sensual, and yeah. you're just listening yeah. to this, and then you hear Predatory Wasp of the Palisades, and he's talking about his male friend yeah. being in love, and yeah. being in love, we were in love, and like kissing him, yeah. yeah. And you're just like, and listen, like, I, know you're, I know you're a cute little Christian boy, but at the same time, right. it's like, wait, I mean, it's never come up before. You're very private. And then, like, and then you have Impossible Soul, mm-hmm. where he spends nine minutes mm-hmm. saying, boy, we could do much more together. Right, yeah. I, that, that, I don't really read too much into that one I, there. That I, one know, I, I think it's himself. Well, yeah. I know, but that, that one, especially when you get to like the last three minutes like mm-hmm. that very ending that very hushed like intimate like that is an intimate recording yeah. on purpose yeah and it's it's very yeah makes you wonder and, and then, but the thing is as other people pointed because I threw this I threw this like I I just did a google search today of like Sufjan orientation uh, and the thing is that like uh, there was a reddit thread that was going on and talking about like and people just like I mean he mentions a couple things but also it doesn't matter like a lot of people mm-hmm. just came to it doesn't matter really and I agree it really it no. doesn't matter it's still fun right. to speculate and all I'm saying is Sufjan if you're listening to this Taryn <laughs> and I will cuddle you and caress you nicely but I will too I, I, and Chris for listen there are three men that will cuddle you and caress you nicely it's really nice but uh, the thing sorry, is I'm sorry Sufjan no don't apologize we I mean we're serious we will do it show up on I mean house. Photographers at gmail.com. So, uh, 
<laughs> that being said, there's still so much more. Well, the Chicago. Let's also yeah, let's talk about Chicago. Let's not forget about the fact that off of fucking uh, the Avalanche, there are four different versions yes. of it: the adult contemporary version, the schizophrenic version, and like it's all these other. Everlong is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> at the same, I mean, the thing is that song. As I remember, Pitchfork at the time being really pissed off about it because, like, for a song about Chicago, you're spending getting going uh, driving to Michigan for a while. What the fuck is that about? Driving to New York. Sorry, New York. I yeah, exactly. Yeah. In a fan with my friends. Oh my god. It's the whole Little Miss Sunshine soundtrack all over again. But uh, yeah, at the same time, like the other thing I love about this album, by the way, is the fact that it's it, it, more so than Michigan, it really dives in into it. I mean, when he talks about being visited by the ghost of Carl Sandburg at one point, like that's like intense. It's 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 still oh like deep drenched in history mm. but it's still related to a personal story mm. and like finding that through line is so important to what makes the noise work i was glad to improvise all right so uh, now here's uh taryn and uh, chris ford's entire vocal version of the album is, is, what oh, song do we want to do next boys uh wrists and variations of a single note by jelly roll do we want to do that i still want to sing chicago chicago is i've thought about this a long time but chicago is probably my all-time favorite song regardless of artist or genre oh wow it's just wow. a song that's so beautiful and it has so many different elements to it and i think the chorus of like creation like all things grow you know and all you know and like he's talking about like a this inner like personal battle you know with himself i made a lot of mistakes but like you know in my mind did in i really mind. you know i'm just being like in very mind. self-critical so uh for my dad's 50th birthday he had a concert mm-hmm. uh where he just concerts. performed like his favorite songs basically and he like picked people to perform them um and so we performed chicago no kidding um and yeah, it was like me and a band of my cousins, basically, and I was on piano and vocals, and tons of people were on vocals. You can like, play piano. My cousin, yeah, really, basically. Uh, my cousin was like playing an oh, or uh, she was on clarinet, and then mm-hmm. my other cousin studied drums in college. He has like a master's, so he's just insane and had like a ton of different symbols to like do for the ending part. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, it was incredible. So, can we talk about, by the way, I mentioned how I'm an OG uh, Sufjan fan. Can you I are. mention how OG I am? Here's how OG I am. When I bought Illinois the album, it has Superman yeah, on the cover still. Yeah, I was going to say, it's still it has Superman on the fucking cover. That's pretty OG. You put yeah. a sticker over that, I think, on yeah. the issues. I, well, didn't know, but they replaced it with balloons. Oh, is that what they did? Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't happy about that. He's like, Superman is such an accessible Iconic. figure. Like, why are we limiting him? To right. That also, to like, why don't you just, yeah, why don't you just license that? Like, I just don't. get over it and just let it happen. I don't know. You know what Like, he, that's, that's, uh, instead you have bad press. Right. Yeah, I know when they asked him, like, well, how would you feel if somebody, like, sampled your work? And he said, you know what? I'd be okay with it as long as, uh, you know, they did it responsibly. Oh wow! Oh my gosh! There I'm it is. Looking at it right now, listening I to the audience. The, CD. We're, the, the CDs are on the recording. Studio. I can independently verify that <laughs> Superman is on Evan's. Don't let, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. I didn't even realize it because I'm just like I mean I did buy it right. Like I was. I'm I had so to jealous. Of, right? Because I have the one with the balloons. <laughs> The oh, over there on the, in the shelf in the for the record room. though this is such a shitty album cover it's and I'm sorry not, well, it's got Al Capone <laughs> but I it's mean. like it's got like this cartoon like terrible like nah, I'm gonna read the cigar kind of he's like. in the alternative <laughs> it's supposed to be bad you're not supposed to like it I know yeah and then it's got Mary Todd Lincoln on the back of it there <laughs> it's just this whole it's nice. this whole thing shut up 
Uh, we've had a lot of champagne. Chris Fort, you helped us. Uh, here's the thing. By the time this episode goes live, we will have hit 3,000 views. Oh, my goodness. So thank you for that. This is champagne really propelled us to that as well. It did. Yeah. Any other last-minute thoughts, stories, ideas we want to pass along? No? Okay. We uh, can I don't eat. know. I just, I, I want to say, like, I, the way I discovered Come On Field the Illinois was just piecemealed because it was you know i was discovering what was the first by like, song that you got off of? oh god i want to say come on feel the illinois mm-hmm. which i it was very hard as like a, a mostly like a, a rock pop type listener prior to that to like absorb a song that's like six right. you're a big blink like, yellow yeah, card yeah, fan. yeah yeah not yellow card no don't <laughs> don't uh, slander me um <laughs> <laughs> so to discover a song is like six minutes long and like polyphonic and like just yeah. all over the, the place. polyphonic spree that's different and then uh, you discover these other songs and then i remember hearing Predatory Wasp, like almost like a year later, and asking my buddy Justin, like, what, you know, what album is this off of? It's off the same album. I'm like, this is like a lead single. Like, I, that's, that's that album yes. is so chock full of like so many yes. songs that could be a lead single. Predatory Wasp was definitely. I had the same thing. Is that I had like the big ones, which was mm-hmm. like concerning the UFO sighting. Mm-hmm. Come on, feel the Illinois. John Wayne Gacy Jr. Chicago. It's like where that was my first like those the big ones I was really into, and then. Yeah, when it took so much longer to get into like Decatur, Jacksonville, uh, and then Predatory Wasp of the Palisades was yeah. so much later. And I feel like Tallest Such Man. A, it's like an opus, you know. I feel like, like I didn't opus. get into the Tallest yeah. Man until like 2010, mm-hmm. like when I was disappointed with Age of Oz and listened to Old <laughs> Sufi yeah. again. That's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> but not Seven Swans, because that album, as we know, is just a whole... And we're not going to let this go, are we? No, because I love it profoundly and dearly. I, I like the weird stuff, admittedly, I will say that. But, like, the fact... Listen, the fact that we did a ranking and the fact that A Sun Came made it to number five, I am blown away by it. The fact that Seven Swans made it to number three, I was not expecting. Blown away by it. I am fucking happy. I also, like, I love the fact that we kind of, like... And the thing is, this week, I'm like, I know there's some people that love The Age of Oz a lot. Yeah. So I wasn't sure what math, and I know people love Carrie and Lowell a lot. Yeah. So I wasn't sure how it was going to work yeah. out. I had kind yeah. of forgotten that people loved Carrie and Lowell a lot. Like, oh, yeah, I yeah. just, I totally. Well, I think it was a breath of fresh air for a lot of people because a lot of people were like, oh, shoot, we lost Sufjan to Electronica, and then all of a sudden he comes back with a stripped down. And yet there are some people that yeah. fucking love him as Electronica, too. Right. Yeah, it, so... I, nobody's going to be happy with that album at four. Well, it's going to be either going like, to see it at one or, or I last. feel like his. Uh, the other thing is that he does so many different sounds that what if he, he'll do something completely new next He's going to get really into And Zydeco. every time he puts out, <laughs> every time he puts out a new album, them, there are going to be fans who are like, this isn't what I wanted. Right. I'm mad. I don't like yeah. it. It's gonna, every time now. Because yeah. it's never going to be the thing that that fan... Right. Because like, everybody fell in love with Sufian at a certain point, you know? Yeah. For me, it was like exactly. Michigan and Illinois. Some, like Evan here, it was The Sun Came, you know? Yeah. Others, Age of Odds. And everybody's gonna have this certain expectation for him, and he's not really gonna give a shit about it. So, yeah. he's weird that his new like... album coming out in 2018 has a song called To Evan, Taryn, and Chris. Shut up, I'm straight, you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a weirdly like, personal but elongated title. But yeah. You know, it worked out okay. Uh, that being I... said... Wait... One last Can thought, I, Taryn. No, I have a... <laughs> what? I've talked about it so much, but I want to gush about John, my beloved, one more time. <laughs> okay, one more time. Just because... So... Oh, my God. There's a really specific... <laughs> no, there's a really specific thing about the mixing where um, it has a very constant piano beat, just like boom, boom, boom. And uh, it has the sustain pedal on, so it reverberates. But when he's singing, because he's whispering so much, 
it drowns out all the reverb. Mm -hmm. So it, like, gets pulled back in the mix, like, very distinctly. And then when he stops singing, it suddenly is much more noticeable again. And uh, also I love that it ends with an intake of breath. Mm -hmm. It Like, I think that also just plays more to the feeling that, like, I have that this album sort of feels like a spirit interacting with the world for the last time and, like, remembering, and then it leaves towards the end of the album. It's a beautiful thought. Wow. I, I mean, I, I feel bad leaving our podcast on such a dour note. All things grow. All things grow. No? Perfect. No, yeah. that was great. Go look, we just changed moods suddenly, like Age of Odds. It was schizophrenic. <laughs> uh, so, listen, guys, but listen, literally, though, I cannot say this enough, Chris Ford. Thank you. No, thank you, you guys. Brought, you brought the knowledge and the thoughts and the feels <laughs> in so many great ways. At least I could do. Thank you guys so much for having me. Email I really Chris Ford it. at chrisford.com. He has uh, samples <laughs> of his uh, literary works right there. Thank you. Taryn, of course, as always. Of course. I'm glad we got to do this. Uh, I'm so happy this This happened. has been an amazing season, honestly, so far. Uh, it's been great. It's been a great all episode. I feel like it's even more like our dream season this time. Yes, yeah, our dr- dream season. A lot of artists and TV shows hit their peak second season or second. Oh wow! Well, thanks for really doing our third season, Chris Ford. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, so, hey, I'm on the second season. <laughs> I hate so to say. You're not. This is where you. Wait, 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 we're gonna bring you on for the Blink episode in season three. Is that what you're saying? We're gonna do. <laughs> hey, yellow card, yellow card. Okay. Thank you so much. Remember, don't forget to uh, like, uh, rate us on iTunes, favorite us on Stitcher, and like our Facebook and all the other bullshit, all the other things like that. In the meantime keep on listening you know that we'll be we love you so much as uh, like super on those jesus we love you so much thank you so much and all right see you guys Bye. 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 Bye.